You hear that? That is the sound of all the leaves that have already fallen from the trees. I just walked outside. It's a gloomy day. I hope we don't get rain. Although, I looked at the radar images on the internet and supposedly it's going to stay dry for a couple more hours and then the rest of the week is going to be all rain. So it's a good day to, to be outside. It's fall. It's autumn. Every time the wind blows, I'm walking through a shower of of yellow leaves that fall from the big trees here on the on the left side of the of the church. It's not very cold, although temperatures are definitely much lower than a few weeks ago when I was still in Rome. <laughs> and it was still summertime. I will be in Rome uh, very briefly next week on Monday and Tuesday, only flying in for one night in Rome. It's part of a uh, a project that I have to do for Dutch TV where I'm following a group of theology students and I have to interview them. They are there an entire week, but I told my uh, superiors that I didn't have time to go with them to accompany them for an entire week. I have so much else to do. You know, these are busy times. And uh, I, I'm recording this on a Tuesday morning... Uh, this is the Tuesday, this is the day on which, or actually the day after the night during which the new Star Wars trailer was released. By now, I'm pretty sure that most of you have already seen it. I haven't, though. And this, this has to do with the, uh, the topic of today's walk. And that is uh, fatigue. I took some time to rest this morning, not rush myself. I'm still tired. Um, and I've been tired for, for about two weeks now, ever since I came back from Rome. I've been uh, pretty much exhausted. Um, I had a severe cold last week, and uh, today the cold is back on the menu. I thought I w- I'd gotten rid of it, but uh, it's, uh, it's usually something that I, I get during the weekends after I've met a lot of parishioners. There's always some, someone who has a cold, and maybe a different type of cold than last week and so I now have a, uh, a pain in my throat and it's uh, it's growing by the hour it's getting worse by the hour so hopefully I'll still be able to talk for the rest of the day because I need to there's a school here on my left kids are playing outside I'm sure it's intermission or something but I have a lot of work on my plate and at the same time, not much energy. And that's what I would like to talk about. Uh, it, it is um, how I try to deal with fatigue, how I try to get my energy back. And it's part of the, um, the challenges uh, that I'm facing after I took the decision a few weeks ago um, to put my health first again, see if I can... Uh, get back into a more healthy balance and I've been doing several things to, to in order to to find that balance again um, but it's it's difficult because the unbalance uh, in my life the fatigue the exhaustion even is not something that just happens to be there um, it's it's part of the way I live my life I think and so making changes is going to require um, a, a structural look at um, 
the way I do things and the, the way I live my life and see if I can adjust. It's, it's kind of a trial and error thing. Um, so what is causing the fatigue and how can I, how can I uh, remedy it? It's not uh, entirely clear, although I do have an, an idea of w- where some of the fatigue is coming from. Um, so, so going back to the Star Wars thing, I will watch it later today. Um, but there is this pressure, and I know it's just me, to record a reaction video to the trailer. Because I've been doing that for the past few trailers. And even though I, I kind of think it's uh, something I should do, at the same time it's not always something I, I want to do. Because it's... I have been there, done that. That's the feeling that I have. And uh, uh, I, I know that a lot of people enjoy these reaction videos. But it's putting pressure on, uh, on, on me to, to deliver in a certain way. Um, and when I woke up this morning, I was tired and had this sore throat. I was like, I'm just not ready to record something yet. Um, so I was, I was hoping to record a little bit later today when, I'm, when I have a little bit more energy. Uh, by the way, I'm currently walking towards the city center because uh, in two hours or two and a half hours from now, I have to record some video. And I'm waiting for the, for the clouds to get, well, to... <laughs> How do you say that? To to they're not going to go away, but there is a layer of uh, a thinner layer of clouds heading towards this area. Um, saw that on the satellite images, and so hopefully that will just add a tiny bit more sunlight, which helps so much in uh, in uh, making the video look look nicer. Um, so, but that that even that expectation that that. I feel, or the pressure of that expectation to deliver in a certain way. That's part of the, the things that, that uh, cause fatigue. Um, normally, not a big problem, but if it's uh, one of the many factors that make me uh, always stressed in a certain way to, to do what people expect me to do, uh, then, it, then it, um, it starts to become a problem. And I think that's the root cause of, um, of the things that that are causing the fatigue. It's uh, uh, having to, uh, trying to do too much at the same time. It's, it's kind of my oldest pitfall, my oldest problem. Um, it's running two organizations, SQPN in the United States, SQPN in the Netherlands, building a studio, working uh, almost on a weekly basis for Dutch television, having a parish, where I have to be there every single weekend. <laughs> and uh, also, this is more recent, uh, having to participate again in the team meetings. Uh, for many years, I've not been participating in those because it's more kind of micromanagement of the parish. And it's just not, it's not my forte. And I didn't have really the focus on that. And uh, But lately, the pastoral team of the parish has been reduced in in numbers so much that they've asked me to return uh, to come back to those meetings but they're still just as i don't know 
you know, it's, it, it, these are important. And, and, of course, you need to meet and talk about the uh, th- things we do in the parish. But at the same time, it's all so extremely mm, local. It's very, very local. And I know that a few kilometers from here in another parish, they don't—they couldn't care less about what we are talking about. But it, it cost me an entire morning, um, which is a lot of time. And it's just one more thing that I need to do. So, uh, but, but my biggest insight this year has been to, uh, or has has been that I. Um, often want to do so much because I, I, I've been kind of fighting this old trauma that I incurred as a child um, on, on primary school that I w- was only uh, good enough if I would excel at everything I did and everything that people expected of me. And the realization of that trauma during my walk to Santiago has been a very uh, important breakthrough in a certain way. But as I already thought back then, um, it, it, knowing what is causing uh, certain, certain behavior is not the same as resolving, as, as, as finding a solution or overcoming it. That is still something I have to do on a daily basis. And so um, I'm, I, from time to time, I, I just notice that I'm burdening myself with way too, too much work, um, trying to do too much myself, and not having the patience to let go or to say no. And uh, that's, that's when fatigue um, is, uh, is, is uh, coming back in my life. Again, it's not just physical fatigue. It's uh, just this constant pressure of having to... Um, having to work, having to try to fulfill all the, the demands and the wishes uh, that I perceive around me. Um, whereas the, 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 big, the big challenge for me is to, <laughs> well, to change my mindset and to focus on the things that I am really called to do not just the things that I do well, but the things that I, that God is calling me to, and the thing, and those things in general give you, give you energy instead of taking it away. Um, and I've, you know, I'm, I may be, I may sound a little bit uh, <laughs> depressed or something, um, but that's it's not because I'm not succeeding in that. Quite on the contrary, I've been quite successful in saying no quickly and very clearly to mm, I'd say at least 70% of the of the requests this is another school by the way also intermission time here lots more kids are playing outside here and I don't blame them it's dry there's this massive massive tree in the middle of the of the square where these kids are playing it's beautiful. It's it's still a bit. It's yellowish. It's still green. I think in a, two weeks from now it will all be really this beautiful golden brown. Um. So and and I have been very clear. I've been kind of uncharacteristically clear in <laughs> in expressing what I feel at times. 
Um, let's see if I can give an example of that. Uh, yeah, so I get uh, we had this talk uh, recently about uh, the next season of uh, my TV shows. This is a small uh, water. What you call this? Water management. I'm walking in towards the uh, the inner ring of the of the city, and the city is surrounded by water, by canals. I need to find a good spot to film later. Always tricky. Always tricky. Um. So and then I. I, I, this is the first time that I, I, I dare to be very clear that my um, interest in making television is not uh, just waiting for topics to, you know, present themselves and like the what I did with in Rome where I would just go and film three segments and it could just be anything. I when I want when I make television when I communicate because that's what I'm doing. I want to have something to tell. I want to find out something I want to have a quest I want to learn something because if I am engaged if I am engaged then my viewers will also be and if I'm not engaged and I'm just doing it because someone has to do it I may deliver a competent product but it won't give me any energy and it, it I think ultimately it won't work and so I've, I've expressed the desire to um, film more uh, kind of travel videos where I would uh, not just stay in the Netherlands but to go to various places in Europe and and uh, turn this whole television production more into an adventure and taking my viewers along. That's what I do best. That is the kind of program that fits me. And, it, and, it, and this is not exactly what what I've been doing for the past, what, how many years have I been doing this, six years or something? Um, and so the expectations are different, and I had to really um, kind of mm, defend uh, my idea that uh, I, can, I can really excel if I do what, what fits me as a program maker. And I'm, it's, television is like, it's like podcasting. It, nowadays... Um, the, the personal angle is what works, what, what works best. But if I have to pretend that I'm interested in what I do, but I'm not really... I'm just doing my job instead of doing what I, what I feel called to, then it's, it loses that personal engagement. Um, and the same is true for many other things in my life. I've, for the past months, we've been working downstairs on the studios and they're still not finished and this last week um went again through hell (laughs) trying to install uh, the new internet connections and uh the the modem was broken and so we had the repairman or the whatever the new guy from from the new service provider that we that we uh contracted uh but then we had to put new wires in the walls and redo all the wiring downstairs and it took so much energy it was an entire morning where i was like juggling and trying to do so many things and i had the help of uh, uh, quite a few volunteers in the parish which is wonderful um but the problem was it we didn't finish 
It's like upstairs, I've got all the old wires, the old system, and in order to make that work, I will have to get at like the 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 internet guy has to come back, install another modem, and another like a, a repeater on the other side of the house because this is a pretty big rectory with lots of concrete walls and. It's a very tricky situation for wireless internet. So the only thing I can have decent internet upstairs is if we redo the entire wiring. But then this week, no volunteers. They're all doing other stuff, or they're gone, or and and that's that's always been and now so I, then I'm facing the whole thing by myself. And the, the last week we, in order to put the wiring in place, we had to remove all the. Um, conduits of these cables um, so, so they're still de- deconstructed they have to be reassembled and that's I I can probably do that but it will cost me hours and hours of my time and then and it's these are the kind of things that make me so tired because it's yes I can do that I'm not in completely an idiot but it's it's work that I don't want to do and it is impeding me from doing what I truly need what I need to do not just what I want to do but I need to do there is just so much waiting for me so my big um, the, the job that I need to do is to absolutely reduce all these mundane tasks that I've been doing like even running the organization making payments um, sending bills for uh, that, that is so much work and it is occupying my mind and it, it, it totally blocks me from, from making that leap to the, to the work that I truly feel called to do um, it, so it's, it's, it's a really difficult uh, predicament that I, I want, I know I have to, to make changes, and yet at the same time I can't make them without putting in place solutions uh, for the current work that still needs to be done. Okay, I noticed that I wanted to film here, but these guys are repairing the road here in the park, so that is not. Oh my gosh, they're completely destroying the entire road, making noise, so this is not a good place. It's a good. It's a good thing that I'm uh, scouting this first before walking for uh, 20 minutes with a tripod and a camera. That's another thing <laughs> that uh, that is truly truly obnoxious. Is that I am now recording my own uh, presentation text without a cameraman, without a crew, and it's I can do it. I I, I know how to do it. But it's such a pain, and it's so much extra work and pressure. And these these requests for presentation texts are, are always coming in the very last minute. And then, you know, like today, the weather is just not not really right for filming. If I'd known this two weeks ago, I would have already recorded it. Uh, and I'm losing my voice, or at least I have a sore throat. So that is not a good situation. Um. So it's it's kind of I feel like I know where I want to go, I can see what I how I want to work in the future, but 
I need to somehow have patience and and not try to do everything. And I've but I feel like I've been already struggling with this for so many months now. How 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 much time have I struggled with the bloody internet in the in the rectory and it it took weeks and weeks and weeks to even make the change to get a new provider and and get getting everything installed and now it's still not finished you know that's the kind of stuff and when you're <clears throat> when you have full energy and life is good etc those are minor challenges you may be listening to this and thinking gosh you're complaining about nothing there's so much there are so many other things in the world to be worried about but it is because i feel that I'm kind of at the end of my, oh, not the end of my wits, but definitely low, super low energy, still kind of recovering from the weekend. And and that's when these things are just adding to the, to the feeling of exhaustion. Now, there are some other factors that are uh, undoubtedly influencing or causing more fatigue. The, the number one is... Uh, the um, unhealthy lifestyle just not putting my health first for many months is exhausting is is uh detrimental i am um i'm well, i'm not overweight but i'm not uh at my ideal weight so i need to lose um at least i'd say eight kilograms so i don't know 16 17 pounds um to get back to the kind of the <laughs> the weight that uh, that is good for me and uh, that is healthy uh it's not something you can immediately change i know that uh the recipe is simple eat less and run more at least that's that's the thing that did the trick for many many years so why wouldn't it now but um it, because of the fatigue etc <laughs> the running is something i rarely do and then uh, i just i i I try to get as much sleep as I can um, and then when I wake up in the morning it's already too late to go out for a run and I have to start working and then uh, the later the day the less energy and the less motivation I have to go out for a run um, food wise I think I'm doing something that is that may be very beneficial and may give me some quicker results than before across the road here walk to the other part of the park see if I can find a good spot there the downside of this place here is that there's a lot of traffic and that is very noisy um, oh wow they're trimming the trees here there's this big orange crane here above me there's nobody in it two people eating apples more so the uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So the thing that I've decided to do is um, I um, I've started to do intermittent fasting, which is basically trying to. I'm not an expert, uh, but I've I've heard Jimmy Aiken talking about this, and he had tremendous results. Um, basically, it's not eating less, but it's not eating at all for a certain. Uh, amount of time you can do this for a number of days but that may be too radical and something you shouldn't do unsupervised what i'm doing now with this intermittent fasting is i don't eat 
in the morning and at lunchtime. I only eat one meal per day in the evening. And uh, that is pretty hard in the first few days because then you get these hunger pangs. Um, But at a certain moment, and I'm there right now, you get quickly over that and I'm not really hungry. And so eating just once a day um, tells your body basically that it has to start burning fat. Your reserves, it has to... Well, if I would just reduce the food, um, it can cause like um, a famine uh, reaction where your body will... Everything you eat will be immediately stored because the body is panicking. But fasting apparently has a very different um, result. Um, And I think it's called ketosis or something like that. It puts your body in in a different... I don't know, I'm not an expert. But anyway, that's... I. I can tell that it's working. It's definitely working. And uh, and strangely enough, it does not... This does not cause fatigue. You may think that not eating will make you feel weak um, because you don't get anything to burn. But the funny thing is that it's... I kind of have the idea that it's more the opposite. I feel like I'm more alert than when I was just eating three meals a day. Especially after lunch, I would eat very often would uh, get this, you know, blood sugar spike and I would be super tired afterwards and even had to just lay down and do a siesta. Um, And for the past few days that I've been doing this, this has not been the case and I've been very alert and and functional for most of the day. Uh, Of course, this this kind of the only thing that was wearing me down was the cold that I had. That's, That's a totally different thing. So <clears throat> that may be that may be helping. That's, that's that's one thing I do. The second thing is um, the uh, it, it's trying to find a good rhythm when it comes to sleeping, um, going to bed in time, and always trying to go to bed at the same time. It's, it's super important. Um, fortunately, I do sleep very well. Uh, still sleep very well. There's not much of a problem there. I've had one or two nights where I didn't sleep well, but I think it was more related to the to the coughing and the just the cold that I had. Um, so that's that's a thing. Another thing is um, trying to uh, to to diminish the the amount of time that I'm sitting in front of screens. Um, I shared in. I think it was the break last week that I, not this Sunday, but the Sunday before I did a Hobbit day. And uh, it means that I I didn't use any screens that day. And I just tried to live life without digital devices. And I was amazed at how much that slowed down time in a certain way. It, it slowed down everything, but in a good way. It created... Like this very calm Sunday afternoon where I could just, you know, sit and read a book, take some extra time to cook. Um, I went to bed really early because, well, there was not much to do. Oftentimes, I'll be staring at screens until late at night. And that is sometimes very enjoyable, but it doesn't really help me to to uh to calm down 
see what I mean. I'm, I'm now in the park, but you hear so much traffic. So this is not a suitable place to record. I'm, you know what? I'm going to head into the city center itself. See what, if I can find a nice calm, calm street or something like that. That may be also a solution. Don't always have to be in a natural environment for these short clips. So, um, that Hobbit Day taught me that this is actually beneficial. And um, uh, the, I've already tried to get rid of any, you know, electronic device in my in my bedroom, trying to dissociate because this apparently is a is is a big thing and I always thought it was just the screens just the light coming from the screens if you would read at night on your iPad um, that kind of color of the screen and just the brightness shining in your eyes was was um, hampering your body from creating the hormones etc that make you sleepy and drowsy but it goes way beyond that it's uh, it's also this this unrest this, this you basically by by if you if you are in your uh, bedroom, uh, but you're not sleeping, you're kind of associating that place with activity, uh, with reading, etc. Um, and yes, eventually you'll, you'll fall asleep. But the quality of the sleep will, will not be the same as if you uh, just go to bed and just turn off the light. And I was amazed how hard it was. I've always said, you know, I'm not addicted to social media. I'm not addicted to two devices but I th- I think I am <laughs> and uh, the, for the past week there were nights that I did not uh, take my iPad with me and I tried to really be without any electronic device not even for charging in the sleeping room or in the bedroom and uh, we say sleeping room in the Netherlands that's I'm always kind of having that pause before I think of the right word in English this is actually nice. This is the old prison. It's a medieval tower. And uh, let's see if I could film something. There's a nice little arc, arched, arch, arc, arc, little, little, like a tunnel underneath the tower. The downside is on the other side, there's a, there's a new house. Like a not, this is a modern house. So it doesn't look nice. And from this side, it's kind of dark. Not very pretty either. Okay. I live in this beautiful town, but it's always so tricky to find a good location. And of course, even in these small streets, you still have cars. I wish they would ban cars from, from any city, basically. <laughs> I really don't like cars or any engine for that matter. So, this is actually quite nice. This has some roses here on the right. There is some, an old house here with red um, window panes. That kind of looks all right. Oh, this is nice, too, from this side. Yeah, this is cool. There's just this very ugly parking uh, parking sign in bright blue. But perhaps I can just cover it by standing in front of it. I may actually come back here and try to film here. I know there's traffic, but it's just like neighborhood traffic. That I think you need to have a permit to 
to run. Well, no, this is not the uh, the uh, part of the city where where you need a, a license to enter. It's right before it. This is near the uh, uh, French fries uh, store. Okay, and a chocolate bar. Huh. Okay. Well, you see, intermittent fasting. I'm not even tempted to go and eat. I, I smell the fries, but I'm not getting this like, oh, I need to eat. Not at all. Funny how that works. And uh, I, was, I just waved to someone I thought was a parishioner of mine, but she wasn't. Awkward. <laughs> okay. Now I completely lost my train of thought. Trying to find ways to lower. Oh, yeah, the devices. So, but other days I was like, nah. I still want to read on my iPad. I want to read some comics, and otherwise I cannot sleep. And of course, it's rubbish. It's totally not true. But that's how much kind of this habit is already part of my the way I do things, and that's really tough to say no to the iPads <laughs> and but I think it's it's definitely n- another thing is what I used to do I think it's a very bad idea too is if I couldn't sleep there and there were moments during the night that I would wake up and then I I get, just couldn't get back to sleep immediately I would put on like a boring podcast <laughs> and there are a lot of boring podcasts <laughs> and it's just kind of a, like an hour long show where people would just talk about tech and just like I don't know computer hardware or something like that and that just would be like this background noise almost that would uh, I thought would put me to sleep but the fact is it's not it's just causing this this ongoing disturbance like there's audio playing and so yes after a while you kind of get drowsy and you sleep or you think you sleep but at the same time you keep waking up and there's all these like like micro moments where you wake up and when you wake when when it's time to get get up you just feel how much you've slaughtered your own sleep and and you're super tired so but that's another thing is like ah the moment i have devices in my bedroom i am tempted to go listen to podcasts because i've been doing that for so long and it's not healthy. So that is another thing I, I need to be stronger in at and trying to uh, uh, kind of put in practice what I know is true. It's like this intellectual awareness that you know, certain things are not a good idea. But then you have these habits that are kind of, kind of counteracting that. And it's, it's a bit of a struggle to, get, to, to create new habits. Um, so more rest. I also notice that <clears throat> noise is is part of uh, sometimes a problem. If I'm surrounded by constant noise, like if I've been listening to podcasts all day long, or an audio book for hours, and then you put on the like every time I noticed this when I was doing my Hobbit day last Sunday, like the immediate like I walk into the kitchen and my it, my first. The first thing I do, even before I, I want to pour myself a cup of coffee, is I walk to my internet radio to listen to the latest news updates. 
And it's this idea that um, in order for time to be productive, I need to always listen to something, learn something. It's this, this kind of inner voice that tells me that just sitting down and having breakfast or making coffee is not enough. I'm wasting time, you know. I always have to be doing things. And I noticed that because on Sunday I, 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 I had taken the decision to not uh, use any screens or you know, electro- electronic devices. And I was like, wow, I did not even realize that I was doing this every time I walked into the kitchen. I'm always, like, listening to stuff. And it's all this noise that is also creating um, unrest and, and, and prevents me from calming down. And again, it's not much of a problem. I've never really noticed this to be a problem before because I've been always... Well, I've, I've off, I'm often in pretty good shape. But when I'm tired, it just adds to the, to the stuff that is stressing ourselves out. Um, checking social media, of course, is also one of those um, habits that it can, can, at a certain time... You are no longer in control, but it's the habit that is controlling you. This is a well-known problem, and just lately there's been a lot of discussion online about um, kind of this growing awareness that these, all these devices are creating sometimes more, more problems than they solve. Uh, it was interesting to read an article where they interviewed Johnny Ive, you know, the, the designer of Apple. And when they confronted him with this, you know, kind of unfair, uh, I, I mean, they were, they were basically the interviewer said, well, Apple caused, created this massive problem. People get addicted to their iPhones. So how would you solve that? Whereas, of course, it's not just Apple. It's like the entire industry where we all think we cannot live without our mobile phones and the internet. And that would be... Johnny Ives, being a good Apple boy, of course, said, well, you know, you should just get yourself an Apple Watch and then you don't have to look at the screen of your of your phone. And I'm thinking, eh, <laughs> it's just creating even more distraction because now it's not just your phone that is begging for your time, um, but it's also your watch that is tapping on your wrist and, and giving you updates. I saw a, a number of the participants to the, to the pilgrimage in Rome um, had the Apple Watch and I was very impressed with what it could do but I also noticed how often that thing just blinks and shows you a message and um, this is what a lot of phones are also doing Uh, but I turn all that off I don't want any notifications on my phone because it's just a trigger to go look at the screen and and losing my, my focus on what I was currently doing I think if I would add an Apple Watch, it would only worsen that problem. It would only get more um, stimuli that will um, prevent me from, from getting focus. So anyway, but it's a, it's, a, it's a growing awareness. And I think that kind of trying to... Um, not really... I mean, social media are also part of my work. And... Uh, but I notice that, especially at certain times, I have an excessive use of, of social media. Mostly when I have 
posted something that I'm proud of, like I created a new Lego video, or there's a new episode of a podcast, and I post that, and I go back to the to Facebook and Twitter uh, way too often to just check if someone ha- has noticed. And of course, I'm I'm pretty. <laughs> Um, aware of why I do that it's uncertainty as you you make something nice and then you present it you give it to the world and then you want an affirmation that you did well and if nobody notices nobody likes and nobody comments then it's almost as if you know it's rejection it's the thing that children are afraid of or sometimes have to suffer when they make something nice and then they show it to their parents or their teachers and then it's like yeah that's okay or you work really hard for a, an exam and then you get like a very disappointing grade for it and you feel that's it feels like a rejection of everything you are and not just what you did and there is a lot of that kind of that need of affirmation that is still part of me and I think I don't think I'm, I'm the only one and that's why these commons and likes give you this tiny little um, almost like an, a, a, a vitamin injection it's like yeah it makes you feel good because it feels like somebody noticed me and isn't that what we all what we all need now I also know that this is completely irrational behavior because I know that all the things that I do are are good I know that um, I, I, I I live my life in a reasonably good way in a I have a lot to be thankful for and I'm yeah again it's just one of those insights from the Camino that if I walk the Camino if I walk on the way and, and Jesus is the way then there is no way to mess that up you're, you're, on, you're on track and it's good enough and this, this feeling of being good enough something I intellectually know but psychologically emotionally there is oftentimes still this need for affirmation I still want to, to hear it every day that what I do is good enough and so that, that is a sign So my, the, the, these moments where I'm trying to get that affirmation by checking social media is a sign that I still need to in, in, how do you say that interiorize it more kind of like try to um, trust what my mind tells me and that is that I'm good enough my life is good enough and I don't need to always prove it that is the the deepest cause for um, stress of, of stress at least in my life and, and fatigue is that a lot of the things that make me tired and that, uh, that drain my energy are things that I don't do because I'm called to do them but I do them because I think that if I don't do them, it's not good enough. And I need to get rid of those things. So uh, even the mundane tasks, outsourcing them, um, just also paying for them. That's another thing, you know. Investing in things that that are not worth my time and then paying someone else to do it. That is, There's always in the back of my mind this kind of... This little voice that tells me, but you could, you could have done that yourself. Why don't you do that yourself? It's not, you, you know, you're not, you're underperforming. You, you can do that yourself. Fix it yourself. So it is this, that, that, those are the tiny voices that I need to somehow get rid of. Um, 
But it's, it's, it's interesting to see, to notice, once I took that decision, like I want to get, I want to make that big leap. I want to get out of the mundane task. I want to get out of my, the things that I do well, but that are not really my calling and anyone else could do them and probably even better. Uh, that process of thinking about them also makes me aware of, of the, the things that are resisting that big leap, that are holding me back. And it's one thing to know, it's another thing to act upon what you know and to trust that that's the way forward. And so that's what I've been sharing with you in this uh, episode of The Walk. I hope it wasn't too... I wasn't complaining too much. Uh, but it's... Uh, eh, I'm, I'm confident. I'm, I'm already... Um, I've already made a lot of progress, I think. And I see where the, the pockets of resistance are. And I will crush them with my Star Destroyer. <laughs> Trying to get into the mood for Star Wars. Um, but letting go and just trying to un... Um, how'd you say that? Like, un, get, well, get rid of... I'm trying. I'm looking for a Dutch word. That I, then I want to translate in English. Eh, why, why, why do I... Well, not necessary. Um, I, I want to step away from that. And uh, everything that causes stress and pressure... But that is not part of my deepest calling. It's something that can wait. It's, it's not that I don't have to do it. It's probably that. It's, it can wait. It doesn't have to be done today. And if everyone yells, it has to be done today, but I know that that's not true, um, or if, if life tells me, you have to do that, then... And, and I don't feel it, then it's probably not something I should do. Now, one last example. Star Wars, I know the new trailer comes out. And then when there is a Star Wars event, journalists will start calling. Can we do an interview? Uh, we'd like to talk to you about the deeper layers of Star Wars, etc., etc., etc. I know that if I would follow up, I know it's an opportunity to become visible, to contribute to, you know the media I also know all too well that if I do it I will have to pay a price for that and usually that price is a lot of energy that I didn't, don't have for my true calling the things that I true but then there is this panic like but, but if you don't do it people will forget about you and then whenever you have something to, to share with the world and they won't call you anymore and then you will, you will not have a podium that's still the kind of the, the, the worldly way of thinking. And I have to trust that what God wants is that I, that I happily do what he asks me to do and that I don't worry about the fruits of that or how to get the word out about that. Um, if I don't have the right mindset to do what he calls me to do, then all the other efforts to get the word out, etc., are completely irrelevant and a, and a waste of time because the, the, the core of what you want to be for other people is, is hampered by you trying to start at the wrong end in a certain way and, and, and try to put everything in place so that at one point you can start to, to bring your message. But that's not, that's not the right order. You should first 
find that balance and do live my vocation. And then all the rest will be will be given, will be grace. That's kind of the mindset that I need to have. So ultimately it's also a something that has to do with faith. It's trusting that all the stuff that everybody yells about and knocks on your door about, if it's not truly your calling, it can wait. And usually if, it, if you wait for a while, a lot of those things will go away and will solve themselves in a different way. All right, enough talking. I'm going to uh, get a glass of water and uh, I'm going to actually go and watch that Star Wars trailer. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Take care and God bless.